All right, all right. Welcome everybody to the King Mexico podcast. And with that said, without further ado, I'm waiting and I can't. I'm so happy actually to actually have this man on my podcast. I've been following his work for a while. And when it comes down to detail and thinking outside the box and creating these toys is amazing. Let him know who you are, sir. Thank you, man. I'm Sir Collect a lot. My name's Miles. Um, I'm a toy maker. I live just outside Boston. And uh, yeah, we met because you've been, I, it looked like you've, you've been kind of bidding on a few of my auctions over the last couple months. And then uh, when you won one, I went to message you about it. And then I seen you had invited me a while back to do the podcast. So I'm glad I was able to see that. Yeah. And all- uh, yeah, here we are. So how did this whole start? Like, how did this, like, spark interest and you started creating all these, you know, figures? Yeah, I, I, I first started off just by collecting them myself. I was following a few different artists that I really liked their work. And I kind of wanted to see if I could do it myself. And I, I got furloughed from my job for a few months. So I left my job for three months and I had a lot of free time on my hands. And I just knew I needed to kind of figure out something that might you know, fill my time, but in a good way, like keep me busy, but, but with a good kind of um, hobby and something that I could be passionate about. So I tried it. I tried kind of finding some old figures and I decided to, you know, do uh, or learn as much as I could on YouTube about how to use Photoshop. So I just kind of learned how to use Photoshop through YouTube inst- tutorials and started making just a couple ideas that I had early on and did my best to kind of match them to the packaging that I wanted to work with. And um, I was really just painting at the beginning. And then I started to learn how to use clay to kind of add new parts that I wanted. If, if a figure, you know, I use old parts from old figures, but if there's something that I couldn't find and I wanted to add an accessory or something or change someone's short sleeve shirt to long sleeve, or maybe add a hat, things like that, that would kind of pull the figure all together then I would have to use clay to do that. So I started working with clay and sculpting a little bit and kind of just anytime I find something that I don't know how to do, I just try to figure it out on YouTube for the most part and try to make sure that, um, you know, it looks as good as it can for the person that's going to buy it. I kind of just try my best to make sure that everything looks the way, not fully professional. Like I like the idea of my toys looking a little bit like it could be a toy that someone could find at a, at a store, but I, you know, obviously don't have the perfect skill set for that, but I just try to make it kind of as clean and as simple as possible. Yeah, sure. With that said, do you remember the first one you did? The first toy I ever made? Yeah. Yeah, I've actually got it still on, on the wall here. It's this guy, it's called Brent Rambo. And it was like, you know, it's based off like a GIF that I'd seen on Twitter or Instagram or something. It's like from an old um, Apple ad from like the, the 80s or 90s. And I just thought it'd be funny to try to turn it into a toy. And, you know, I've, I found parts that I thought would work for it. And, you know, I had no idea really what how everything worked. I was like, to figure out the card, I had to, I went to a frame store and got kind of that hard card back that they use for framing and had them cut it up for me into the size that I was using and kind of just, you know, made, made it up as I went along. And, and I bought the, 
the plastic blisters, like the plastic bubble that goes on top, which obviously you can't just kind of find those anywhere, but there's people that make them. Um, a few people that I know on Instagram that make them. So I was able to buy it through them just to kind of see if I could make it from start to finish. And it was my first one and I shared it and didn't have any intention of selling it or anything. And then um, just kept making them and kept sharing them on my account. And then finally decided I should try to see if people were interested in buying them. And I did a few auctions. Um, then people started to reach out kind of with their own ideas of what they wanted. So I started doing some commission work. Then I went back to my job actually um, for a few months and then kind of decided I really wanted to try to do toys full time. So I left my job and this is my end of my first month about um, doing toys full time. And it's a lot. It's like tough to kind of make my own hours and be really, you know, just kind of stern with myself to make sure that I put in the time to, uh, to be able to pay the bills, but so far so good. And Hopefully I'll just get more used to that time and that schedule and uh, we'll see what happens next. Nice. And who, who would you say you, when you say you collected these before, right? Like oh. who were the people like kind of the expired, inspired you to continue and start like get it rolling for yourself. It's like, you know, if they can do it, I can do it too. Oh, totally. Yeah. I definitely, I started collecting suck Lord toys. Um, early on those were the the first ones I, I bought I think were by Sucklord I'm not sure if you know him but he's kind of like the godfather of bootleg toys and has been doing it uh you know 10 15 plus years whereas I just got into it a year ago you know so it's like he's been part of the game for a long long time and I love his style and he he's just you know created a character for himself out of what he does and it shows up in his art a lot. And I think that that's like really cool as somebody who's never been an artist until a year ago, you know, I, I never really had that part of my life was, was my art. And uh, he like lives his art, which I think is really cool. Um, so I love his work. I was collecting his work, a guy called Dogman Toys. Um, that's out of Los Angeles. I love his stuff. He makes awesome. It's kind of all over the place, you know, he, he, he loves working with like Simpsons figures and Simpsons kind of motifs. He'll do a little bit of mashups of like different Star Wars things with um, like, I think he just did like a Mario Star Wars. So, so it's just like funny, cool mashups of stuff. He just does really quality um, casts and figures. So you should check him out if you haven't. Um, yeah. And then I just kind of, I think once I just found a couple artists, then I just found that there was, you know, a hundred out there. It's not, a, it's not a ton of people, but I'm sure there's a few hundred now that, that do it. So it's been fun to kind of discover other people and, you know, maybe there are lots more out there that I've never seen that kind of, Oh, I'll find their work. And I still occasionally will buy figures, but for now that it's kind of my business, I've been trying not to, to buy as many and try to focus on selling them to pay the bills. But with that said, right. So there's a lot of figures that you've made, right. A lot. Some you've sold and some you haven't. Yeah. And I could per se, some of the figures that you have shown us and you don't pull the trigger to sell it. It's incredible. Cause it's, I know you get the long list of comments. Like, are you selling? Are you selling? Are you selling? Like for me personally, when you drop the Chappelle one, oh yeah, 
and the um AC Slater. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Right. Cause I say right there that it's already yeah. committed for somebody else. Yeah. I should I should put a warning up that's like, <laughs> sorry, this one's not gonna be for sale. Yeah, it's funny because like I love to do my own ideas and post stuff and I like the idea of the auction and you know hope that people love that toy. But I also, you know, sometimes it's fun to have somebody give me their own idea and see what they have in mind. And sometimes, you know, if it's something that I like, if it's like if they want me to do their their dad or somebody, you know, like maybe I, I probably won't post that. But if they have an idea for a figure that is either from pop culture or something that I think other people will get a kick out of then I like to um I like to share those ones for sure I've got yeah I've got like maybe eight to ten figures that I haven't sold or maybe they like the person that won the auction didn't pay or maybe it was like before I started selling so I have a few that I'm when I get a website done hopefully in the next couple weeks I'm gonna I'm gonna put up there oh nice there's some secrets a secret stash (laughs) I'm over here like I'm already plotting I'm like okay I'm, oh, I'm, maybe I'll, I'll show you the link a little early. So you get first I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I like that. Cause I'm like, cause sometimes I wonder, right. And that's unique about you that I actually enjoy that you actually auction it off. Yeah. So that each piece you don't do, cause some have it through eBay. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I've tried eBay a couple of times and then I, I'd have on eBay for whatever reason, like sometimes I would just have people not pay. And then it's like, oh, I already went through this whole auction process, right? So you can't, on eBay, if the person that wins doesn't pay, you can't go to the second person. But at least on Instagram, if like, you know, you know how like you were in, you get into these kind of back and forth with people on my auction sometimes. And if the winner doesn't pay, then at least I could hit you up and be like, hey, man, this person, you know, didn't want it or didn't respond to me when I messaged them. Do you, are you still interested? And then we could kind of negotiate a price there and like, that just happens. So sometimes Instagram is better to just kind of keep keep track that way. But yeah, with like eBay, I have a couple where people won and didn't pay. And then it's like, I don't really want to do a full auction again because then no one will know about it because then I, I already posted on Instagram a week ago. You know what I mean? So Nah, I completely um, get you. But those bidding wars that be going on. Yeah, it's fun, right? <laughs> sometimes they be tense. Yeah, they, they go intense, and it's and it's and it's wild, right? Because I work, right? So when mm-hmm. it stops off at nine, if something happens, I have to go back out and continue. Right. But when I'm at it, it's like, all right, cool, I'm gonna hit you, and then you right. get the reply, and it's like we're back and forth, back and forth, and then sometimes I just I'm entertained with the other ones too when people are just going back and forth with each other. Totally. And I'm like, do I want to jump in and try to win this right now? But yeah. I'm like, it's messed up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, they're already battling. Let's just let them take care of it now. I'm like, because they really want the piece. Like um, the Jesus piece this week. Yeah. When he put 115 and he put the sweat emoji. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, man. And it was funny because he had messaged me and said, oh, like, you know when like does it end exactly at nine he's like my my uncle loves this movie so he's like i, I gotta get it for him i was like yeah it ends right at nine so he just kind of kept it kept an eye on it and i think he you know bumped it up a little bit at the end to be safe a big one he did the big bump i was like wow yeah. i was i was hoping to go a little bit more back and forth and stuff right and then when i came back i was like oh man i'm like all right man i'm like hey Go for it, bro. I'm like, and knowing that backstory now, 
I'm pretty right. sure he, he would have kept going with me. I'm like, all right, man. Totally, totally. Which to me, I'm like, oh, maybe they should have kept going. <laughs> I'm telling you, I forgot yeah. what figure I was looking at. In my opinion, right when I first saw it, I'm like, boom, I'm gonna get this right here. Oh. And all of a sudden, it just like went wild. Right. Like, you don't know what's gonna. Yeah, you. I don't. I don't know what's gonna like blow up with people like sometimes i'll work on something super hard for like a couple weeks and i'll put in like so much time and then no bids or maybe it goes for like and and sometimes it's tough when i see it go for like 30 40 dollars i'm like no i i spent way too much time on this but then there'll be ones when i'm like okay this was like a stupid idea i had and i you know i put the same energy into every figure i want to make sure it looks great and someone's going to bid on it and win it. I want them to be happy when it gets there. So I, I make sure that everything looks great, but it'll be one where maybe it was a simple idea and it didn't take me that long. And then that's the one that explodes and like, you know, goes for 200, 300, two, not, not 300. I've never gotten a 300, but two, 250. I've had a couple go for it. And it's like, you know, maybe I spent two weeks on it. Maybe I spent four or five hours on it. You know, and I just never know. So it's fun. Now, now knowing that, I need to go on a bidding war with somebody. We're going to reach 300. All right. That's All right, guys. Thing. So the next figure that he comes out, we're going to go <laughs> in. And I'm going to make sure we go to 300 because. good. Oh, man. Just make sure you don't catch me by 9 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I let my secret out right there. But, yeah, hopefully yeah. we can hit the 300 mark. That would be amazing. Yeah. You see, if we only knew, right, yeah. that that would happen, right, then you would have, like, um, Spartan 300. Right. If I do the <laughs> next toy, is yeah, $300 as the toy, maybe or something. Yeah. yeah. You see that? And then it would go for 300. And yeah. it would be like so iconic that you was to make that toy. And I like 300. That. Yep. And I just put the price just has to be no more or no less. No less. Yeah. That's no, going to go above. Let's say above. That's true. Okay. It's still a win win. <laughs> right. Yeah, with the, with with building a website and, and getting toys up there, it's like, then I got to kind of pick the prices myself, obviously, there's not going to be an auction. So I kind of have to determine a little bit more clearly about like, okay, I didn't spend as much time on this one. So I'd be happy for this to go for, you know, whatever that number is. And this one, oh no, like I did a lot of clay work on this. You know, the paint job was super detailed and maybe the Photoshop took four or five hours whereas you know sometimes it just takes me like an hour so for that i might be like okay that one i have to kind of price higher to make sure that the time that i spent on it is kind of appropriate for what i'm putting out and when i was when i had a uh, you know a real job and i was doing this part-time i was like okay it doesn't really matter how much time i put in it was just to produce a toy and here we are but now it's like i only have so many hours in a day so many hours in a week and i just have to you know pay the bills I kind of have to focus a little bit more on making sure that the amount that I put into toys is kind of producing a certain amount of money to make sure that I can get by. Nah, I completely understand. And with that said, I've catched some of your lives where you yeah. show your work, you like your work room and you yep. have like drawers and drawers full of toys and like oh, yeah. art. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> and it's crazy, right? Because I'm pretty sure we were on the same age. So GI Joe's, yep, they were yep. the short ones with the elastic bands inside them. Yep. And I remember actually taking some of them off, right? 
And then yep. I'll try to figure out how to play with the elastic to put this part on top of like, um, let's say the snake. Yeah. got his name. And then with the GI Joe part at the bottom, and then yep. I'll take the arms and then crazy glue them. Yeah. You, you have to snap them and they'll break in half. Yep. That's awesome. So, that's like, that's like, I still have that same like creative process. Like as I did when I was a kid, like, let's see if we can figure this out. And like, I, I've, I haven't figured out how to do it with the bands, to be honest with you, but crazy glue can do a lot of things. And I've got like a few different kinds of glue and different, they're not even glues. They're like curing things. Like they really are like cement in, in, in their own way. And the clay itself is like, if I, if I put a head on top of, if I swap heads and I put a little clay in there, usually the clay is super strong too. So. Wow. There's a lot even, of um... Oh. Just, just going back to like toys yeah growing up remember that um action figures the full size ones that were like a decent size that you able to pop the head off and then pop it into another oh, one yeah. and then yep. people all right so i used to grow up with my cousins females yep. so sometimes i'll take their barbie heads and pop them into my gi joes and it'll be like some prick and like what the hell are you doing i'm like it's fun Let's yeah just, i'm like it don't matter i'm like me growing up but not knowing as a kid you know what i mean like totally it, but I'm like, hey, at the end of the day, we're all creative in our own way. But there's yeah. people who take it into a career like you did. And there's just people who just play with it and leave it at that at the end of the day. Totally. And I and I left it at that when I was a kid and I never knew I'd, you know, end up back in this in this world. But yeah, I got probably I mean, I definitely have hundreds of toys in this room. I don't I don't know how many. And I, it's addicting. Like now when I go out you know, maybe my wife and I go to a new town for, for lunch on the weekend. I'm like, all right, let me just see if there's any toy stores or comic book stores around here or like sometimes thrift stores or like um, flea market type things. Like sometimes that's where it's great to find old toys that are cheap and, you know, I'll get to give them a new life. Not completely agree. It's like the um, little Dark Vader toy I found that was a bootleg. Oh, Yeah. And it made that that crazy like noise that new 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 new, and it's so loud. Yeah, it's so loud funny. and annoying, but at the same time, it brings that childhood memory back, and it's crazy because it's like, all right, cool. So I ended up buying two, and I opened one up, and yeah, I let yeah. my kids play with it and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, you should toys should be played with. Like I think unless it's something that's like really old or really valuable that maybe you want to preserve, like it's better to play with it. Nah, but then there's toys that sometimes you open and you're like, ah, yeah. like when I had um Dan on the show, right? I told them about the James Bond car toy that I had bought. And yep. it was like a limited edition. Here comes my kid. He opens it. Oh, I open it for him. <laughs> and I'm like, here, go ahead, play with it. To this day, I don't know where that toy is anymore. And yeah, I, I try to look for it. Also with the Batmobile. I have a Batmobile. That's, a, you know, those die cast display. Yeah. Same thing. Right. It's lying there right now inside their whole like little toy area. Could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then when yeah. people's like, really, your kids play with that? I'm like, like, you don't understand. Like, once you have kids like yourself, right. <laughs> you would see what they do. And they'll right. eventually right. knock it down. It'll come off the hinges and that's it. It's theirs. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I try to like, I try to only buy uh, like toys that are already open, you know, yeah. loose toys just because if I'm going to repackage it and anyways, like I don't want to just rip up the packaging, but occasionally if I'm at like a thrift 
store or something and I find something old or especially if the, the package is already like damaged, then I don't mind opening it up. But until then, I usually keep things in the packaging. So I have a few toys that are like in the packaging that look like I'm displaying them because they're, you know, collect like I collected them that way, but none of them are safe. No toys are safe. If it's a perfect idea and it's like the figure looks the way I want it to, or it's got the right part for another toy, they're not, they're not safe. <laughs> Is there anything that you wanted to like get into that you have not touched yet? And there's a particular field that you're like, yo, I'm gonna aim for that. That's a good question, man. Like I've gotten into sculpting a little bit more i'm not i'm not very good at it and i definitely even when i do try to sculpt something i put it over another toy so i always start with like something kind of as a base to work off of just to kind of you know clay itself like one wrong move and you kind of are back to square one but if if i have like a base of something whether it's a figure a hard piece of plastic that maybe was like an accessory from another toy I'll use that and try to kind of make something from scratch. So that's kind of what I'm working on now. And I'd love to get into um, like, I don't know if it's accessories is the right word, but just like making things that might be more of a product kind of than, than just a figure. Like it'd be really hard for me to use clay to, to make a human figure and make it look good. But I'd love to get better at kind of if the toy needs a slice of pizza or something, I want to be able to be good enough at clay that I know that I can make that look nice and use that, you know, to add to a figure. So clay is kind of my biggest thing that I've been working on recently. Um, just try, try to get better at, but I think that's about kind of the biggest thing I'm working on right now. There's one thing I was wondering. Have you ever thought about making a toy that yeah. you'll be able to open and okay. have like little accessories and be able to place them inside the hands of the figure? That's or a great. Like, or like, you know how they used to have like the placement, like you'd be able to put them on a skateboard, on a surfboard. Totally. Yep, I, I definitely would. And I've actually gotten, I've started, sometimes I'll make a toy if I, if I know that I want people to be able to take it out then or if i'm worried that when i send it in the mail if i if i'm worried about some part falling off not breaking but like like I, I did one recently for a guy who does cosplay as a star wars figure so he wanted himself just like his head out like you know a human head on top of a star stormtrooper and then he also wanted himself holding the helmet so i took the you know i i cut the head off a stormtrooper yeah repainted the stormtrooper put a human head that looks like him and repainted that to look like him on it and then when i packaged it i just put kind of the the helmet just kind of loose on the bottom but i want to be able to figure out a way to kind of like if something like that falls or bounces around while i'm mailing it to somebody then they could open it and kind of fix it for themselves if that makes sense so i've tried to i've gotten some velcro to be able to just Velcro the bubble down so that if someone wanted, they could change it, you know, they could change it themselves. Or I found a few, I just got these new, you know, plastic cases in that'll allow me to, it'll still be attached to the package, but mm -hmm. it'll be, the it'll pop open like that. So if you wanted to, you could take it out and be able to close it. 
So with that, I've had to kind of make sure that if I'm doing that, I need the figure to be like perfect because I don't want someone taking it out and it getting scratched. So I've gotten, there's like a, um, it's like a spray paint looking bottle, but it sprays like a clear sealant over. So I could just spray a figure. And actually one of the first ones I did it on was the Jesus one. So you can kind of tell it's like a little bit shinier, but it provided like a nice coat over it so that if it does bounce around in the, it won't really bounce around in there. That's a bad example. But in theory, if I want to make a toy be super safe, I want to, I'll spray it down so that it can't be scratched or like, you know, just, yeah, bump into the side of the plastic and, and kind of have any paint come off. So I'm just trying to find out like little things like that, just that'll make these things more durable to survive shipping them to people. And that stormtrooper I was shipping to Singapore. So I was like, all right, you wow. know, send it off and pray that it safe passage. Um, so yeah, I'm working on just like little things like that. They kind of just make sure that my quality is only getting better. And I don't want to kind of get stuck in at a, at a plateau. You know, I don't want to plateau. I want to just keep making sure that the things that frustrate me or I'm not happy with that I just find ways to fix them and improve them. Wow, just just looking at the background, right? Yeah. And I see everything that's back there. Is there anything that you make two, one for yourself and then one for the auction just to keep a reference for yourself? Be like, I don't want to let this one go, so I'm going to make two. One for I could keep for my personal self yep. and one to auction. That's a really good question. I haven't, I haven't really done that on purpose yet. But some of the figures that I'm telling you I have that didn't sell or, you know, I'm starting to think like, oh, do I want to say, especially the one that was like the first one I ever made, like, do I want to give, you know, do I want to sell that? And yes, I want to pay the bills, but I, I also kind of do, you know, know what you're saying. Like, I want to have it for myself and to be proud of it and. I love that. Like when you, you know, like we were talking about that guy whose uncle loved the Jesus figure and his birthday was coming up. It's always going to be better for me to be able to give it to that guy or sell it to that guy and, you know, have that story behind it. Like, you know, you, you're someone that who's, you know, showed so much interest in my work and having on a podcast. If you, you know, if you're trying to buy something, like I know it's going to a good home, like I'm always going to be happy to make sure that it's going to somewhere that, someone else is going to love it. But sometimes you're right. Like I, I might be like, Oh man, I, I don't want to give this one up yet. So in the future, like if I ever made a couple of something, it would be hard not to keep one for myself for sure. Yeah, man. I, I, because sometimes I see some of the works that you have and I can imagine when you got to like ship it out and it's like, wow, I just did this. Like the last piece, I remember you were making it right. Yeah. And in my head, the way it was angled at the camera, yeah. I thought it was Freddie Mercury. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's fire. And then it's completely way off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to get better, man. I got to get better at taking like before photos too and like documenting. Cause like, I think people would think it's, I like that there's like a little bit of like magic. It's like people will never know what that figure was before it turned into Jesus. Right. But also yeah. there is kind of something funny about 
seeing it in each stage like when you saw it it kind of had like a freddie mercury thing going and like when i when it started it was like a like a motorbike motocross guy so like i think there is something funny about being able to see it kind of from the start to the finish so i need to be better about kind of documenting and sharing that process a little bit that's why i like the lives i don't you know i get like three or four people that turn it tune into them you know so it's not like i'm you know, but it is just fun to like be able to kind of share that part of the process somehow. And it's a, it, it's like soothing as well. Cause anybody who's like makes toys or does art or tattoos or, you know, anything that has to do in their field yep. and I catch them on their live, I'll stay there. Yeah. I like that. You're right. Cause I'm, you just noticed all the detail that they're going into that process. Right. And they're in the zone. Totally. And sometimes they're not reading none of the comments. All they're so, doing is focus on what they're doing. Yep. And this is the part that most people don't get. Like when you're focused in like that, when they're in the zone, that's the zone they're in. That's their creative. That's their space. That's the bubble. That's the box they just went in yep. to get into that zone. 100%. And it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. And then when they look up and they see like somebody left a comment and they read them. Yep. It's like it just sparks something. Yeah. Totally. You know what, man? I honestly, sometimes the live helps me get into that focus. Like if I'm just at my desk and I'm alone, I might be distracted by my phone or I might, you know, just like kind of like be paying attention to changing the music. But once I get the live on, I better be working or it's going to be the most boring live of all time. Like I can't just, you know, as soon as I have the live on and I like to run it for like half an hour or something, then I like to kind of fully be in the zone and yeah I, I try to check the comments for sure and like check in who's if someone asks questions or i like to have you know like you said people were guessing what um what i was doing and stuff like that's so much fun to be able to interact with people and it's kind of a lonely job a little bit like it's 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 something that sometimes i share ideas with my wife or i show her stuff that i'm working on or there's other toy you know makers that i love to show show them kind of what i'm working on but it's Otherwise, I'm like alone in my studio all day long. So to be able to have the live kind of to interact with people is is, is really cool. Nah. And since we're talking about being a zone, what is your go-to like sound playlist that you have? Like, I right, you oh, pop that, this on and it's going to get you in the zone. Yeah, I do like a lot of like, um, and I'll just tell Alexa, I don't want to say it because she'll now she'll like hear me, but I'll be like like play like focus music or like play relaxing music. And then it'll just be Alexa. Right. Of course. But she'll give me like the perfect thing and it'll be like that's like kind of like get me in the in the zone kind of type of stuff. So I, I usually like to just let her kind of go for it. <laughs> that's and then also your concept of your toys like how does that come about like there's no specific way like anytime you come out with a new idea or a new toy that you post up once it's finished yeah it doesn't have a storyline it's just like it's just going boom 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 totally, boom, boom. totally. and it and does not go with current situations like the bachelor when you had the bachelor toy right not happening at all but it just went off and i'm like oh man Totally. And, I, and, I, and it was a full-size background, too? Yep. Yeah. Sometimes I like to do stuff that's, like, you know, going viral or it's in the news or whatever. But then sometimes I like to just 
you know, you ask like, but the process is, and sometimes I really let the toy choose what it's going to be. Like sometimes I get my own ideas or if I have a funny joke or pun in my head that I want to turn into a toy, then I have to find the right toy to work for that. Sometimes I like to just go through my toy drawer and be like, oh, you know what? This kind of looks like this. And then I try to develop the idea around that. So sometimes I go from the idea to finding the right toy. Sometimes I have to start with the toy and let that kind of send me on my way to the idea. So especially when like I've started to do the commission work. So people kind of come up with to me with their idea. And for that, I got to find the right parts that are going to make that work, right? So, so then usually when I'm doing my own toys recently, I want to go the opposite way. I want to go with, start with the toy. This kind of looks like it could be this, or what, you know, if I can pull this off and make this look like this, it would be perfect for that. So there is something to like, just kind of going through the toys and finding out kind of what they, they want to be and that what they look like and that kind of, I can connect the dots and turn it into something new, which is kind of when I told you, like, I like to go out and look for toys, like, you know, find a thrift store, find, find toys at a comic book store. Sometimes we'll have just like barrels of toys and they're like three, two, $2 a piece or whatever it is. And that's when it's so fun. You just don't know what you're going to find. And you just kind of dig through and find, oh, you know what? This could be for this idea that I've had for six months, or oh, this is just came to me right now. And I see this face, it's, it's perfect for this. So there's a lot of kind of like those kind of aha moments of like, oh, this could be this. And that's kind of like what I find fun about it for sure. You know, it sucks right now that you're saying comic book stores that they never had small figures for wrestling toys. They were always big and bulky. Yeah, you're right. And I, it's funny because wrestling toys aren't aren't really good for what I do because they're so big and they wouldn't really fit in the packaging. But a lot of, you know, that's sometimes what I find is like the the big ones. And I'm like, ah, oh, can't can't use it, even though, you know, it'd be fun to figure out a way to do that. Yeah. And the hard plastic too. that hard plastic. I remember hitting each other with that. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you get, get mad at your, your, your brother and sister. You fling that at them. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> do, some, do some damage. With those. Yeah, there was like the really soft, rubbery ones, which was fine, or there was the hard plastic ones, which would hurt. <laughs> yeah, man, and it's crazy, man. Toys have changed so much, and it's ridiculous, right? Because we went from the little figure to moving joints to like yeah. currently. It's not even. I don't even consider it a toy because. Most of the toys, when I buy them, they're solid pieces. They don't even have moving joints. Right. And the moving joint ones are more for the adults, like like the real figures. That oh, have. And it's kid, like backwards. To break the other ones. Yeah, you're right. That's funny that that's kind of how it's developed. I guess there's like like art toys, like, um, like you know, Cause and, and those kind of toys that are like, those are like solid. I guess even those, sometimes you you can definitely move the arms on, on a lot of those pieces but those like big heavy hard plastic kind of statue things is what's kind of like popular in that world and then it's still like little little arms and figures for for kids for sure but you're right like it, yeah like a gi joe a kid could destroy a gi joe in 10 seconds and but like a hard plastic some of these bigger um like marvel toys and stuff those are super hard and, and more durable but those are the ones that adults collect right now. It's funny. Yeah. 
and there's so much fun, especially when you take them out the box and they have like removable hands and then they yeah. have all like guns or weapons and and pose you could post them in different forms. So if you have like a whole wall and now you have a whole scene and then you right. can drop a backdrop on it and it's like, what? Yeah, that, I mean, that was so much fun as a kid to be like, all right, this let's set up the blanket. And the, these are like, we made a mountain here and, you know, you're on this side of the mountain and I'm on this side and let's, let's fight. That, that would be like, like you were saying, I should try to figure out a way to make some kind of figure that could be open and kind of swap accessories. And it gives the other person the ability to kind of, you know, animate it a little bit themselves. That would be fun. I'm going to hit you with this one right here. All right. Would you ever make a Sir Collect a Lot toy? I'm working on it right now. Really? Working, yeah, I've got, and it's, this will be one of the first toys I've ever made where I, it's going to be more than one. So, you know, I love the one to one, the one of one. Like, that's kind of why we were saying, like, oh, like, do I want to make two? I kind of love the idea that it's just one and now you have it, you know, or now someone in Singapore has it and it's just, gone from my house to there and that's the only one that exists but um i do I, I i am working on like about hopefully like 15 or so sir collect a lot figures that when i get a site up i'll be able to release there and just kind of have as like my figure you know nice so, yeah. See, and i but, was just throwing that out there. i'm glad you asked that yeah <laughs> are you gonna have like little accessories at the bottom I might have to. I need to figure that out because I'd love to have like a sword or something for him or yeah, like right now it's just like a knight and then, you know, he's got like a human head, like my head. And then he's got the, um, the helmet. I'll, I'll still be able to have the helmet, but it would be cool to have a shield or a sword or something like that for sure. So I'll, I'll have to think about that before I release it. You know, it is wild. It's wild that you said that because that's exactly what I was thinking about. I'm like, yeah. I could see you in a night suit yeah. with a sword, some yeah. scalibur type of thing, or you could get um just to throw everything off, you get the sword from um He-Man or from yeah, or from oh man. Is it Shiva? Thundercats? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Thundercats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to find if I could find someone on eBay that was selling like 20 swords and then I could just repaint them and kind of make them look like a knight sword or something like that. I'll have to figure that out. <clears throat> That's a good call though. Yeah. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? Now, since I brought this up right here. Oh man, I watched so much Tom and Jerry. Like that was like what me and my brother loved and um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. You remember Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yeah. We watched a lot of that ton of looney tunes stuff like I'm trying to think what we kind of our favorites were but everything how about you? how about you what did you like i used to enjoy it like huge like i was a thundercats fan also um thunderbirds yeah okay. um, he-man yep. you your basics like you said looney tunes um tiny tunes yeah, of course. We got Rent and Stimpy. Yeah, oh, that's true. I forgot about the Nickelodeon. Then we got, even though I was not supposed to be watching Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> right. Same. How, how old are you? Uh, 37. 
Okay, yeah, I'm 35. So yeah, we would have would have been watching TV the same same time for sure. You remember dinosaurs? Oh yeah, that was <laughs> I love that show. That was so weird. Now that I think about it, like they had it on Netflix, but I, I guess they brought it down. I don't know why. Oh, weird. I would have loved to watch it and just see if it it probably wouldn't hold up too much. You know, it'd probably be pretty silly to watch now, but those were so funny when we were kids. Yeah, um, there's so much, and then we were having this talk the other day with, with my wife. There's a lot of cartoons that we watched growing up, right? That in today's yeah. world, most likely half of them wouldn't be able to be aired anymore. Totally. So many shows I feel like look, you know, feel that way when you watch them now. It's like they could not say that, they could not kind of reference that without yeah, explaining it better or something like that. Which is crazy because it's still funny. Like some of them are hilarious. Like Looney Tunes, the reboot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. It's not the same as the original. I no. mean, Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons. Right. Yeah. The, or uh, what was the one with um, Scrooge McDuck diving into the coins? Um, DuckTales. DuckTales. Yeah. Like that's that stuff was awesome too. And then you uh, had Chip and Dales. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was the. Uh, I'm picturing one that was like adventure to something. It's like a, it's like a bear and a. I oh, it was the bears. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. And they were all, um, they were pilots. Yeah, exactly. I was picturing like airplanes and bears for some reason, but I can't. My brain can't like totally figure out what it was. I can't figure it out. But once I once I I get it, I'll make sure I hit you. I'm like, oh, right, so, yeah, yeah, but. Same thing here. It's going to be running through my whole my head right. the whole time. So I'm going to have to go look it up. That's what happens with my toy ideas. Like, if I get, like, some dumb joke in my head and it's like, uh, I just have to make it to get it out. And I have to, like, you know, maybe not work on something I was working on to just go over and work on this for half a day and finish it the next day and stuff like that. It's kind of like I'm still struggling with, I have like four, I'm looking at kind of four or five toys that are like halfway, three quarters done. One just needs details. You know, one just got started. So I need to be better about like starting and finishing and starting and finishing. But because everything, the clay needs 24 hours to dry. The paint needs a couple hours to dry. It's like, I can't just kind of, you know, you can't just start and finish something in a day because it needs all this time in between. So because of that, I go back. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to start this thing. Okay, now that's trying. Let me get on to the next one. Now that's trying. Instead of going back to the first one, which I should be doing, I'm like, no, I got to start this new one. So I always have more toys you know, started than I have finished in every, any given day, but kind of keeps it interesting that way. It kind of helps me kind of just be you know, a little more creative and that I'm just like, okay, getting to put some of my, you know, touches on this one, creative touches on this one, creative touches on this one and bouncing from idea to idea. But sometimes it's not good. Sometimes I think it makes me way slower to do it that way. <laughs> Yo, just right now you're talking about all this, right? You know what came to my head? What's that? Blank man. Blank man? Yeah. You ever like, remember um, Damon Wayne? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. I was wondering what the, yeah, that was like, so those, I love like, you know, 
that era of movies too for sure that we like same like you're saying with beavis and butthead it's like okay when i was a kid like some of them i shouldn't have been watching like i should like i was like learning shit about you know uh like sex or drugs or things that i'm like i really shouldn't be watching this but that era of movies I, i love and i'd love to kind of there's a few artists who are you know great at that stuff um my buddy that he goes by nostalgic nez on instagram Mm-hmm. you should check out he loves like 90s era movies and toys and his toys are kind of like you remember biodome yes oh wait yeah exactly <laughs> Holy Shore. so he's got an amazing biodome figure figure set of figures that he made so yeah that's what's fun about the toy world is kind of everybody has their well, I guess I don't, though. I'm not very good at, like, sticking to kind of, like, a theme or anything. I'm kind of all over the place. But for me and my ADD, it works. That works, yeah. <laughs> it works. Like, that's the beautiful thing about, like, your page. Like, you're not, like, synced into one category. It's like you go all over the place. Right. Like, right. you're not just right here. You're like, boom, 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 boom. And you keep on hitting everybody totally. with a different with a different one and it's like oh you're gonna come now it's a curveball it's a straight oh he just outed me i didn't even see that one coming totally but i but then but then when i do look at my page sometimes i'm like oh they kind of all work together in their own way like you know the i have little things about the way that i design the cards that okay they kind of all flow nicely together but individually they're like all over the place so yeah i appreciate you catching you know seeing that it that way yes because when i did the little you know the promo for us for us yeah. tonight and i did the scroll it just like you said it and you look at it scrolling up it just smooths in it's like a smooth right. it just smooths yeah. in and it's like oh nice yeah. and now that you said it i'm catching it in my head it's like yo it's very true yeah and i i you know a lot of people are better about like showing their life outside of toys like artists will post things about them or their family or maybe kind of their their process but for me it's mostly just a finished toy finished toy finished toy finished toy so i would like like i said i want to get better about kind of being able to share my process and i think people appreciate like i'd love to do this because it kind of will give a couple other people an idea of like what i'm like outside of just seeing the toys all the time but um you know I also just like that it's like a gallery. It looks like, you know, just a toy gallery because that's all that's on my page too. I have to, before, you know, we end this and everything, I have to let you know, when I did the promo, right? I yes. wanted to put close, closing of the year from the movie Toys with Robin Williams yeah. as the background song. Oh wow! I can't pick. I can't think of the song, but I know when I hear it, I would know exactly what it is. So I'm meaning to watch that again. Yeah. So I was. I was like, oh man, I'm trying to find the song, and on Instagram, none, none of the oh, yeah. songs that whole soundtrack were on. I was like, damn, it would have been so dope because it just hits like Robin Williams, toys. Yeah. And then your page, I'm like, oh man, it would have been a like a home run. Cause every time I post something up, I try to like the song I post up together, I try to have something relevant. Totally. Along the same like lines. Yeah. And I like to hit some people have me like, yo, how do you do it? I'm like, 
I don't know. I'm like, I'll go through a playlist in my head. And if I see something, I'll just pop it on and it'll just happen to fit right in. Because there's so much music in the world that it fits into every single part of your life. Totally. Totally. You could come up with a theme or a caption for anything with some some kind of song. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm going to go watch. I'm going to try to watch that movie this weekend or something. And see, see uh, I'm sure that holds up. I mean, Rob Williams is nah. a genius. It yeah. holds up very well. Yeah. yeah. So with that said, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Please let everybody know where they could reach you, where they could see your work, and then, you know, let them know. I know your site is coming up, but, you know. Yeah, right now, just at Circlect a lot on Instagram, um, and I'll be good. try to do my best to, when I do get a site going, share that with people on there. Um, and, yeah, come check out some toys. Yeah. Oh, just in case, people, this is a toy that I want before we close it out. Is a SpongeBob, SpongeBob. Love it. Uh, right there. It's upside down, but if you're watching through Instagram Live, you'll see it. And it's dope. And then at the back, he signs it and 101. And yep. SpongeBob. You got one of those. I'm not gonna make another. No, I'm not gonna do another SpongeBob <laughs> one. But it's so like, man, it's just you know, it's dope. Like anytime you like have a certain point of your life you happen to have that figure and yep. if they catch it please follow his page like please follow the page because there's always going to be a particular toy that you might stumble into and you might end up in a bidding war with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so thank you so much for uh yeah your your support any bid is appreciated <laughs> thank yeah. you man i appreciate you having me on this was fun glad we got to got to know each other yeah, man. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Until the next one, life's a joke.